So what are you pissing and moaning about, Verno? I knock. What? You liar. You ain't got no pad hand. You didn't deal with yourself no pad hand. Make your draw, shitty. You guys want to go see a dead body? Um, hey, uh, it was funny, like, walking over here, it's still coronavirus, it's still quarantine, it's April 29th, is that right? Um, yes. 29th, uh, 2020, um, no idea how much longer this will go on. Well, the stay-at-home order in New York is until the 15th of May, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could get extended, I guess. I mean, it was extended once already. Yeah. Um, but I feel like people are itching to itching to open it back up, though. Yeah, I uh, I think it's gotten pretty bad for everybody at this point. Yeah, um, like even today, I am at my desk all day with my headphones on, and then I came over here and just I had this like same interior headspace all day of like all my audio is through my headphones. All I'm looking at is the screen. Yeah, I've been having this feeling like I've been working on a project the last few weeks. Uh, you know, web development. And so I've been sitting at my desk and working, but I don't have the, um, like the normal excuses to take a break. Like I can't go grab lunch somewhere. I can't like go grab a beer quote unquote after work with a buddy. Like I can't do any of that stuff. So like after about a week of it, I, I noticed that I was like starting to feel intensely mentally uncomfortable Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's not even Absolutely. a physical feeling. Cause I have a nice oh, big open office with like a comfortable chair and everything, yeah. but I just started to feel like I, I'm, I want to throw all this shit out the window. It's like your brain doesn't have a chance to stretch, stretch out. Yeah. Shake its legs, go outside. Yeah. And just like feel and see something different, like different kind of, kind of stimulation. Yeah. Like everyone's talking about their dreams and how they're different. <laughs> have you been having weird dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is. Is it like your brain like searching for stimulation that it's not getting from the outside world? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think, I think like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, you know, like, um, James Terrell has that one, um, exhibit where it's like pitch black uh-huh. and you walk in and like your brain just starts creating shapes. Yeah, and you yeah, start yeah. seeing things like floating around and stuff. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Like you're every <laughs> single day, you're so fucking bored that when you go to sleep, you start having crazy perverted adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually bored though? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's yeah. I mean, I'm not bored. I have stuff to do, but I'm like craving a like. A, a change a little in, action yeah a little stimulation a little spice <laughs> um i i was thinking about how um i wanted to like keep a diary for the whole time i was here yeah here in quarantine <laughs> I, I keep thinking about it as like this temporary space that i'm in like on break or while we're away like i i, I don't mean to phrase it that way but that's where my mind goes yeah I, I told Maya a story this morning and uh, I, I will tell that story on this podcast yeah. later. But um, at the end of it, I said, and all I could think is I fucking hate this place. <laughs> and she was like, well, what do you mean by this place? Do you mean like New York? Do you mean like this yeah. apartment? 
this and no, I was, it's mental jail. And I was like, I by this place, I mean the confluence of all those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any desire to leave New York? Um, to not live here anymore based on this experience? Uh, you know what I will say? Yeah. I mean, sort of, uh, I do. Cause it doesn't matter where you are right now. Right. <clears throat> right. I could, I could be anywhere. Um, yeah. my wife has been working from home for two months. Right. Um, you could be in a bigger house with more space. Yeah. We could, I, like we have friends who are up in the Catskills, like living in big yeah. houses with backyards and yeah. like, it looks a hell of a lot more chill up there than here. You know, I wonder if people are going to, I, I know people are going to be resistant to, um, being in crowds again and being social in that way again. But I wonder if people are going to be so used to their home life routine, their shelter in place feeling that like safe headspace that they're going to like be uncomfortable going out into the world and doing all the things they used to do again. Yeah, I'm not sure because like, like uh, I feel like, like taking a cast off or something. Yeah, I feel I feel like a few people have been asking versions of that question recently. Yeah, where it's like, is are things going to change permanently? That's, like what I, a, that's everybody's question. Um, How will things change? You know, are are like employers going to get more comfortable with the idea of working from home because yeah. you know a, a friend of ours, uh, you know, was saying that his company is talking about getting rid of their office permanently oh really yeah will um no, terrible um because you know it's obviously a yeah. huge operational cost i mean like brick and mortar stores will just have to really really evaluate or if rents will go down ideally that won't happen i know it won't happen because <laughs> it's fucking new york but like a good year people aren't going to be going to stores yeah well i not just the think way they used to like yeah I think a lot of stores and a lot of restaurants are going to close. Like I think neighborhoods are going to transform just for like from what you recognize. Yeah. But uh, you know, one person moves out of a store and then like there's another rich person who has money to open a store standing right sure. behind them. So I, I don't know that like things are going to change that much in that regard. But I just think like the idea of foot traffic is going to be different for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. You I think so. I, I'm, I'm sort of, I can, <clears throat> I could see it going either way. Like, you know, people are like, wow, I think that, you know, we're going to have this like kind of global realignment of how we think about being outdoors and being near each other and stuff. But like, I don't feel that way. People have a short memory. Yeah. I feel like and people love their comforts. Yeah. And if, if somehow they're like, a, they could miraculously snap their fingers and, and the coronavirus was over. Mm-hmm. I think in seven days, everybody would forget what any of this was like. <laughs> no, I think, I just think people are because you won't be able to crowd a place anymore. You won't be able to like have as many people in one spot at once. And there's going to need to be some protective measure as like taking your temperature or doing something. (laughs) Got a live one here. (laughs) Um, As far as like protecting other people. Right. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like, you can't have a packed bar the way you used to. We should acknowledge that we're in the same room together right now. We are. <laughs> we are. Uh, we are social distanced. We're more than six feet away from each other right now. Yeah. I provided Frank with Clorox wipes to wipe down the equipment. It's true. Um, Frank has been uh, 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 quarantining. Is that the word? Um, That's the word, yeah. uh, Alone. And I have been quarantining <laughs> with my wife here. Um, and so we felt it was it was an acceptable risk to uh be in the same room a worthy risk and sanitize things 
just so you guys could get some better audio quality. <laughs> <laughs> More energy, too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the drops are back, too. So. Yeah. I don't have the extensive board of drops, but... I think that's okay. Yeah. We, sometimes it's you know, a little... It's like we got too many tricks. Yeah. You know, too many toys. <laughs> We don't need all that. Um, but I'm going to walk over here and I haven't walked. I, I've been running, obviously, but like I haven't walked anywhere just to see what's up in a long time. Like in this part of the neighborhood. And I saw these um, these three dogs because you can't really pet other people's dogs anymore. Yeah. And I saw these three dogs like desperately trying to play with each other, but they couldn't. Yeah. It was really heartbreaking. As a dog owner, I'm experiencing that daily. Like, yeah, that, like, and I was like, "That's us." Yeah, <laughs> the dogs just like monkey crawling, trying to get exactly. close to each other, and the owners looking at each other like, "Get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that's us. That's a perfect metaphor for our lives right now. Yeah. I, I, so I think, like, yeah, like my personal belief is that um, I think that people are going to get so tired of this yeah and when and like when we when they do start to drop the stay-at-home orders and stuff i think there will be like a grace period where people will continue to factor in um being like the threat of being around too many people mm-hmm. um and i think that like there will be a segment of society that holds on to those fears for a long time yeah. like my crazy neighbor who's drinking nothing but jugs of distilled water but Just. I, I do think <clears throat> that um, <clears throat> I think that like the horrible um, like threat of what can happen will just become like an acceptable risk of life. Yeah. And people will be like, all right, I guess like we're going to get back to it and some of us aren't going to make it. I don't think they're going to think about it literally yeah, like that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But I think that um, people are so like people have the ability to uh, deny the inevitable yep. risks of everyday life. And I think that we're going to fold this into those risks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I keep imagining the first day I go back to work and like sitting in a group with my coworkers, like I normally do. And it's like enclosed space. It just gives me anxiety thinking about it. Yeah. Being in one of those like glass wall exactly. conference rooms, just huffing everybody else's air. Right. Can't, can't crack a window. Nope. For the record, I aired the place out before you came. Oh, thank over, you. Just in case there were any aerosolized germs. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, and the idea of like we sit so close together, uh-huh. and you know, my friend Scott was saying that there's going to be plexiglass installed in a lot of offices to help protect people. That'll be fun. Like we're all, we're all bank tellers now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all work at a liquor store in a bad neighborhood now. <laughs> Exactly. And you'll have like a little like window you can rotate to yes. pass something to your yeah, the person sitting files next to you. someone else. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that won't happen, but it's just this kind of grim sense of re- a new reality. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be it definitely will be different because we have very slow elevators that are very crowded all the time. Yeah. And are they just going to be slower and less crowded, even slower and slower? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, yeah, I, I don't know. And th- th- see, that's the sort of thing that like, I really, th- so the, the alternative, like if you have a slow bank of elevators, the alternative to not crowding onto them is that everybody waits in a really long line. Yes. Right. 
And I just don't think people have the tolerance for that. No, like no way. Like people do incredibly risky things every day to avoid minor inconveniences. Yes. Especially in New York everywhere. Think about the people who blow through red lights or like, you know, drive like lunatics or like there's so many little calculations that everybody makes on a daily basis just because they would rather not spend 10 extra seconds. Yeah. So I, I've been running every day as basically my only form of exercise, my only time outside really too. Yeah. And, um, I was running this morning and I'm running down the street. I was crossing the street, going onto another sidewalk. And there was a woman there, like maybe like late twenties. She's wearing a mask and she's on the phone. I'm running at her and she looks like I'm about to come kill her. Like she's like kind of backing away and like looking terrified at me. Yeah. Cause I'm not wearing a mask when I run. And, uh, she just sort of like looked fucking terrified and yelled, wear a mask at me. Um, which valid. It's just hard to breathe with a mask on. Yeah. I mean, I'll tie a bandana around my face tomorrow. It's not going to do anything. It's just symbolism really. Yeah. Uh, I tried to run with a mask on. I too have been running. I'm on a marathon training program. Uh Thank you. (laughs) I am, uh, deeply committed to my physical excellence as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I've been mowing down <laughs> cookies and Rice Krispie treats and beers daily, but you know, you never tell. Uh, I'm still, I'm still currently outrunning Fat Eric, but he is putting up a very good chase. <laughs> um, yeah, I tried to run with a mask, and I made it like half a block. Yeah, and I was, I felt like I was being waterboarded. Exactly, Just, exactly. <laughs> I, I it's couldn't miserable. do it. You got that little like fucking flap coming into your yeah, mouth. Like, yeah, fuck that. No way. Um. I just need like a maybe a, a ski mask or something could probably work. Yeah, well, you, you know what? You know what? Nobody's using pantyhose. Why is anyone using pantyhose? <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's see her scream when she sees you running at her like that. <laughs> Tuck it into my shirt. I'm gonna. I just. I'm gonna start wearing a ski mask that just has my mouth cut open because then I can't be identified. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um, no, maybe I'll wear pantyhose um, and tuck it into my shirt so it looks like my face is just melted. <laughs> yeah, and then she'll just be afraid to say anything. Right, of, right. It's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, wear, a, wear a mask, you... Fr- I'm sorry. Oh, 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 I'm oh sorry. God. I was oh, talking to somebody else. God bless. God bless. <laughs> um, I, I have been like... You know, I've been taking reasonable measures to like not bum people out when I'm running. So, <laughs> so like if, if there's room for, it's like sometimes instead of running on the sidewalk, I'll run along yeah, the cars. I'll run in the street too. Um, yeah. Like, or, or, or like if there are other people on the sidewalk, I'll give them a wide berth. Yeah. Same, you know? Yeah. Um, but like sometimes you can't. And I feel like that unfortunately is the level of cooperation required when you live in a city. Completely agree. And if you are that freaked out, you shouldn't live here because I'll tell you what, there's way more dangerous shit here than me yeah. heavy breathing while I'm running <laughs> okay. for like a split second. Yeah. For less than a second. Yeah. That's what I don't, I don't really understand. I think the idea that runners are harmful to people is just a myth. It just freaks people out to see runners because there's more runners now. Yeah. There was a, a, a link I sent you the other day from like runner's world or something that it was like, 
is it dangerous to other people for you to run without a mask? And they had some like epidemiologist guy who was like, no, basically. Yeah. Like there's no, you're not like, I guess the, like the idea is like, Oh, that person is, is like, breathing heavily so they're like expelling more air and they're not wearing a mask or whatever but like the the duration of the exposure is so brief yeah that like that lady would have to run up and french you for it to be a problem she could have if she wanted to let's let's just say that's not outside (laughs) the realm of possibility (laughs) i've been cooped up you know exactly we all have (laughs) (laughs) i'll give it a spin some stranger on the street pull your mask down go for it (laughs) um yeah it's uh it's weird it's 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 like causing this i mean obviously i i told you this morning that when i was on my run i punched a car uh yeah you should just tell that story um so i (laughs) you know i was thinking it's funny i've been podcasting for over 10 years 15 years probably Really? Like in the when you when you count up like this show, our previous show, and then the show that I did briefly before that, before mm. I moved to New York, like mm. I've been podcasting a long time. Yeah, almost your whole life. And here I am, still talking about punching cars. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is this the first car you've punched? No, of course not. <laughs> wow, I don't know if I've ever punched a car. Feels good. Well, actually, I'll bang on a car when I'm riding my bike. Yeah, just to say, hey, don't kill me. Yeah, that's way about it. I've done that on a bike. Yeah, yeah. like the old like thump, like the yeah, old yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was uh, I was running today, and I think that I, it, like I got especially infuriated. Well, I've been having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure is related to all of this, <laughs> of course. Uh, but I woke up at <laughs> like five forty five today, uh-huh. and I was like, all right, I can't get back to sleep. May as well suit up for my run. For what reason? You just you just up. Yeah, I just I just I wake up and I'm wide awake. Yeah. Um so I'm like, you know, I could just lay here in bed uh in the in the twilight and think about my own mortality or I can get up and have a coffee and go for a run. <laughs> so I uh I got up uh I was out the door running by like 7:30 or so, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, I'm running along and there's people all over running and stuff, but you know, there's the morning traffic too. And I had the right of way. And if you don't live in New York or maybe you've never been to New York, pedestrians have the right of way at all times. Yeah. Like always. Yeah. And I, I think that's a difficult adjustment for people who are not from here. Um, but yeah, it's like, so I had the walk signal and I'm running and like, it's a line of cars waiting to turn, you know? Mm -hmm. So like two cars go and I'm like timing it. And I'm like, okay, I could see this guy. He can see me. And then I usually do a thing where like, I'll, I'll give him the old, like, Hey, you know, like just so you see me, so you don't hit me. And this guy just kept coming through the intersection and I just kept running. And I was like, "Eh, they're going to stop, I guess at the crosswalk and let me go. And they didn't. Whoa. So then I, it was like the thing where I'm here and the car is like right here. Whoa. And I'm like, uh, okay. And yeah. then because I'm tired and I've been, you know, had what, this what kind of, of car is it? It was a, like a black, I don't know, black, black, like, like a Corolla or something. Yeah. Like a Honda Accord. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> um, and, and it was like, it, it was like so close to me that I was like sort of bent over it. Jesus. And Christ. I was so enraged. Yeah that I just punched the trunk of the car 
as hard as I could, like straight down onto the trunk. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to pull a little dent out probably. Did he stop? No. But the moment I did it, I was like, fuck it, I was stupid. Now I'm going to have to fucking, <laughs> now I'm going to have to fight some guy on Atlantic Avenue and I'm, I'm winded already because I've been running. So he's got the advantage. Is your way home or um, way out? Way out. Yeah. But it was like, you know, maybe like a mile from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, luckily they didn't stop. I didn't even see the driver. So it could have been a little old lady. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know. Um, That's the problem with rage, you know, the moment you like let it, win it's like oh that sucks oh yeah i suck i'm the problem yeah, and then i was thinking about it as i was running and i was like thinking of all these terrible scenarios like it could have been a crazy person who would just slam on the brakes yeah. get out and shoot me <laughs> or it could be a cop yeah in an unmarked but car who would cop, get out though. and fuck me up and then throw me in jail <laughs> no i think if it's a cop you're right well a cop probably wouldn't blow through the yeah right the crosswalk like no, that, they probably but, would actually yeah maybe um but yeah, anyway, so I punched the car. Don't feel great about that. But yeah, you know, you gotta, we're all just doing our best. I had a funny moment. I was <laughs> running. Um, so on Saturday, it was beautiful out. I don't know if this happened to you. Probably not because you're married. But, um, you know, it's, uh, everyone's cooped up, you know? Yeah. Everyone's got a lot of time on their hands. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's people just come out of the woodwork, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh, yeah. How yeah. you holding up? Hey, you up? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no one, you can't see anyone. Right. But it's more of like uh, just reaching out. Right. Just pawing at some sort of... Uh, yeah, just anything. Yeah. Just getting a little... Just, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. What's up? What's cooking? Yeah. Where you at? So that happened to me <laughs> a couple times, and right. there's one person in particular um, that uh, I was very briefly involved with, but I was running, and she's sort of like... Um, was sniffing around yeah. uh, recently. Um, you know, whatever. It's fine. We all do that. Hey, it happens. Hey, I we're do all it. human. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. She does it. Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I went for a long run on Saturday. And uh beautiful day. Uh-huh. Gorgeous day. Uh-huh. Saturday. I, I, I believe it was. Yes. It was a nice sunny day. Yeah. And I have a new route where I run up through Williamsburg, turn the corner in... Um, you know where Glassery is in Greenpoint? Basically run all the way down Metropolitan. Yeah. Um, and then through McCarran Park and then up Bedford Avenue. So I'm running up Bedford Avenue and there's just people out hanging out left and right. Oh, yeah. Like nothing's happening. Yeah. And I'm running. Those are the moments that make me feel like people are going to fucking shed this like no nothing. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I mean, the park was filled with people just hanging out with no masks on. Yeah. I honestly, with warm weather, it'll be harder for people to be, to be, uh, cautious. Yeah. And people are just going to want to fuck too. Oh, totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's, it's going to also like create a new, like uh it's it's sort of like a new uh pressure like it's a new repression like you have to fuck you mean no like um like it's it's just it adds a a whole new layer of naughtiness naughtiness like we should not be doing this oh this is not social distance that's how i feel what are you every time i'm involved with someone (laughs) i don't know you I was just out this for a bad run. idea. Oh shit. We can't. Did you see the sign outside the park? It said we got to stay that far away from each other. You're not staying that far away. Ooh. You've really played this out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I 
My eyes wearing a wig somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm so, wearing a stocking over my head. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tucked into your shirt. <laughs> um, somewhat related. You still have this tele- telescope set up, huh? Yeah. Mm. How's that going? Um, yeah, I use it to see what's going on in the Yeah, I bet you do. Bet you do. There's no. Uh, hey, everyone's I, cooped up. Huh? I'm the first one to admit that I would be a total peeping tom up here with that telescope, but there's nothing good to look at. Mm. So occasionally, you know, I'll see what's going down, <laughs> going on down at the hospital down there, <laughs> which is extremely morbid because all those associated press photos that everyone's seeing of them putting bodies in trailers, yeah. that's right outside the window. Yeah, I can see it from here. Um, but you know, there's the park over there. So sometimes, sure, like on a Saturday morning, I will look through the telescope and judge everyone for not being <laughs> uh, far enough away from each other. <laughs> Eye in the That's sky, fine. Eric Price. <laughs> I see you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spinoff podcast we're gonna do. <laughs> it's just all I you hear you, is bitch. like the squeaky. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see you, bitch, with Eric Price. It's just the squeaky sound of my tripod being adjusted. It'd be like, ooh, yeah, and, and describing what they're wearing. <laughs> oh, cool shirt, lady in the red dress. Yeah. Um. Whatever the story is, just I, I kept running, and I saw this girl um, holding hands with some dude in the corner, and I was like, "Oh!" And I, and I just like I caught, I recognized who she was for a split second <laughs> through a mask, and I was like, "Hey, Elise!" And uh, she turned to me, and she's like, "Oh, hey!" Like, did really you like r- run like slow and deliberate past her? I ran uh, backwards. Like, I was gonna say, maybe do do like <laughs> backwards, maybe some high yeah, yeah, yeah. some high knees. Yes, <laughs> you want some of this? <laughs> You want some of this? Who's this and that? What's up? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> time of passion. Yeah. I mean, spring alone is just um, a time for uh, blooming, you know? Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> for pollination. I told you, I went on a run the other day <laughs> and I, I did my normal, uh, my medium length route, which yeah, is yeah. like from here down through Dumbo. Uh, along the water up to through past like Brooklyn Heights and all that shit. And they were cutting grass down there. Mm. And then I turned up Atlantic Avenue and I saw all the people standing in line to go to Trader Joe's. And there were a bunch of ladies all wearing like sundresses and stuff. I was just, I never, I can't recall the last (laughs) time I felt so alive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, every every footstep was just like <laughs> <laughs> so a friend of mine uh her roommate was getting rid of all this extra um like workout gear yeah and do you own yoga pants uh like 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 the stretchy kind or what are yoga pants exactly? there's two kinds right there's the stretchy kind that are like tights basically right? yeah they're like a little bit thicker and softer than yes. like running tights. Right. And then there's like a little bit looser kind. Uh, that's kind of like a little baggy, very comfortable. Like jammies? Uh, kind of. I own jammies. Like stretchy, <laughs> thicker jammies. I own pajama pants. <laughs> I, so, okay. So, yes. Are they from like the 80s though? <clears throat> and they're all like well worn in? No, they're like brand gross? new. I just okay. got them. So and they're kind of like stretchy. They're like t shirt material. Okay, I think this is a little bit different. Okay, I've it's never like done more, yoga. More anymore. like um, more stretchy than what I, what I'm imagining you're wearing. I usually eat cookies and drink beer in my. <laughs> <laughs> That's a vision I didn't need. You know, just crumbs all over the yeah. crotch. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. I remember we when we were working out 
together at Hearst. I turned around, we were in the locker room together, and you were wearing like boxer shorts from like the 1985. I believe it. Yeah, they're like old as shit. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I I probably <laughs> I'm trying to think if I still have any underwear from high school. You shouldn't. I probably got rid of it all by now. You but should. I mean, like, you know, I just that's good old fashioned quality. But <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't make them like they used to. <laughs> I bet. Um Yeah, so uh but this is like as I've stated before, the emergence from the cocoon of winter is my favorite time in New York. Yes. I love. It's just mind boggling. Everybody. Just rips your brain apart. Right. With horniness. Yeah. Eroticism. It's everywhere. It's just penetrating. And, and, it, and, and everyone is wearing it. Like yes. ev- it's, it's. And it's like, and I've said, that's what I like about New York versus LA. Cause in LA, everybody gets the beach all the time, yeah, right? Like they right. can just go and see skin in every direction. Yeah. You work out, you maintain it all year. It's just a lifestyle here all winter. Everybody's got their shit all covered up in black hoodies and, up. Yeah. and every, yeah. And pajama and all, pants and drinking beer and yeah. eating cookies. And, and then all of a sudden it's spring and then you get those like hot days that get it. We, I mean, we already had a day that was like approaching 80 a few weeks ago. Did we? Yeah. It was like 76. Hmm. And that day people were like laying on the sidewalk getting sun. It was crazy. <laughs> but those are the days that I love when you go out and it's like. It's like MTV's the grind. Yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> everybody goes crazy. Yeah. It's like MTV. You walk outside and it's suddenly like MTV's the grind. <laughs> it's like. Everybody is wearing like booty shorts. Yes. And every dude is popping their top, yeah. walking around with their t shirt over their shoulder. Not us. And everybody looks like doughy. Yeah. Like everybody, <laughs> like not, not like fat, but that layer of like, yeah. that, that like, that winter layer. It's been months since this has seen the light of day. Yeah. Yeah. That is my favorite time <laughs> because there's so much energy there. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, yes. It's the best. It's like an animal being released from a cage. Yeah. Um, have you ever popped a top top in uh, New York? Hell yes. Really? Yeah. When I run in the summer, I always pop my top. Really? Yeah. Even when you're pardon, pardon the phrase fat as shit. <laughs> Are you threatening me, Dick? <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. Um, I mean, you know, first of all, I have the luxury of being married, so I'm not. That's not a married thing. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to attract anybody. That's just how I feel about myself. I'm trying to intimidate people. No, okay. not really. But um, no, when I go running, uh, so I have a big loop from here. I go up to Prospect Park, yep. and I run the perimeter of Prospect Park. Mm-hmm. I leave my top on until I get to the park mm-hmm. and then boom, it's off. Got it. And then it's just you tied around your head the whole time or what? Uh, no, sometimes <laughs> I like tuck it into my waistband mm-hmm. on my shorts. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just ball it up, hold it in my hand. Right. Use it to mop my brow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. Oh, it is. It's good. You should do it. I don't know, man. It's freeing. <laughs> you know, what's great when I do that. I, I look like shit, obviously. <laughs> Like just a fucking six eight dude running beer belly first <laughs> as hard as he can downhill around the park, and then sometimes like you're chasing something. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I just fucking robbed a bank. I'm, <laughs> like, with a look on my, like, a terror look on my face, just, like, almost crying, just yeah. real bad. Uh-huh. Not, not us, like, I'm not, I don't, when I work out, I don't look like Dan Cortez, okay? <laughs> it's not a sexy situation. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes, because we're in New York and it's the center of the universe, sometimes you see hot people working out or running in the yeah, opposite direction. And there are times, like when you get up to Prospect Park, sometimes I'm, I'm flopping and slopping all over the place, running down, running down the sidewalk, and then in, in the opposite direction will, will come like the most beautiful yeah. specimen of a person you've ever exactly. seen. Like a woman wearing like one of those Iron Man triathlon outfits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the skin tight booty shorts with like the, the, the top. Yeah. Like the kind, like she should have like a number painted on her and should just be like swimming the English channel or something. <laughs> right. And, and she's running effortlessly and I'm running like I'm being chased by, <laughs> by the cops. <laughs> but that motivates me on my run, you know? See, I want, like, I, I get that feeling too. And like, it's great to have that kind of scenery, but I don't want my like shitty uncomfortableness to interfere with her beauty. You got to find a different system here, buddy. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't want to like intrude on the beauty that everyone else is experiencing. Right. You're fucking it up for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. I run past, you know, like huge family barbecues and I'm afraid people are going to start throwing up. For me, it's like, who's <laughs> right. It's like, who's uh, shirtless Robert Smith running past us right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oof, it's ugly. Yeah. But you know, I got to get my workout in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Speaking of, yeah, like I haven't had a haircut in what, 2 months now. Yeah. And I have the hairstyle of like a old hip lesbian. Yep. It's it's pretty pretty it's brutal. It's getting bushy. Yeah, it's all over the place. I just have I have my I have the same haircut I've had my entire life, which is, you know, Appalachian kid whose parents can't <laughs> afford a haircut. <laughs> And I got this. You ordered a haircut and got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just put scotch tape across the front of my forehead <laughs> and cut around it. Uh, I got, uh, I got this beard. I'm, I'm, I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I can go. Why are you growing it? I just thought it would be like a fun project for the lockdown. You know, guys think beards are fun. They're not fun. They suck. They're itchy as hell. Yeah. And they're just annoying. I had a mustache for a couple of weeks. Just annoying. I also have a, <clears throat> I realized a terrible face for a beard. So wow. I got a long ass face. Yeah. Um, you know, like that horse joke, like why the long face? Yeah, no, you could it. do that about me. I got a long ass face. Yeah, I have a long face too. I get it. And then when you have a beard, it makes your face longer. Is that bad? Yeah. When you, you need to think about these things when you're growing facial hair. So if you need to elongate your so face, you grow a mustache. then you grow like a Scott Ian thing, you know? Yeah. That, that really elongates the face. The anthrax look. I already have that. I already have a Scotty in mm, face when sure, I'm clean sure. shaven. Sure, sure. Uh, so now I got like this chin muff down here. I look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all white. That's why. Yeah, but under here, it gets bushy underneath. <laughs> I look like a fucking. Are you trimming it at all? No. You should. Probably. My, my wife wants me to like kind of define the edges down here. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever. It's just going to grow past there anyway. I mean, it looks <sighs> like you just emerge from something i know i look like i look like a fucking moonshiner who's been living in the hills <laughs> yes exactly it's horrible you look like an extra in ozark 
I, I do. I do. I got to like bust my teeth Wearing out. Wearing a camo shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not really proud of my look right now, but. Um, <clears throat> I used to wear, I, I hear you're wearing bandanas now. Yes, because my hair has gotten so floppy when I'm running mm. that I need to tame it. I used to do the same thing, and you look nuts. Do you wear uh, Do you wear the bandana like a headband? Yeah, wear wear it like on the karate kit. Okay, me too. Yeah, um, I don't I don't wear it like <clears throat> over the top. No, 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 no. That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I'm not Axl Rose, <clears throat> right? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, we're not like Brett Michaels trying to <laughs> try, trying to disguise the fact that we have no hair. Right. I'm just trying to keep the sweat off my brow. Exactly. And then I like tuck all my hair into the the bandana. It's a hell of a look. Yeah, I just have it all like coming out the top. Mm. You know, sort of like a mine's too floppy to an early aughts like emo core kid. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I look like. Right. When like, I'm like he used to be in Biohazard. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Biohazard. Yeah. Did they wear headbands? I think so. I could see that. Or do you want, want to go for more of a suicidal tendencies look? Yes. The super thick. Yeah. <laughs> like, like covering your eyebrows. Yes. Like I'm a gang member from LA who yes. started a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> so as you might've caught on, we're not reviewing anything in this episode. We're just, this is like a, our ongoing coronavirus check-in. Yeah. Right. It's um, a, it's a audio diary. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to tell people about? You know, I got really into baking for a minute. Yeah. I think most people did. Now I just feel like a fat piece of shit eating cake all day. Like it was fun for like a day or two. Yeah. And it's like, what am I doing? I'm just eating cake every day. Yeah. Um, so I stopped that pump the brakes there. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend buying a box cake, filling it with chocolate chips, (laughs) eating it for a week and a half. (laughs) Just Say, wearing your biohazard bandana on the couch, down like over your eyebrows, the yeah. way they wear it, you know, yoga pants and a hoodie. Um, no, I uh, I don't have anything to recommend. Honestly, I'm just I'm running. I'm playing like word games. I'm reading Geek Love. I'm watching Ozark. Yeah, I um, I would recommend. Honestly, like one of the best things about quarantine has been doing like the hangout movies because i feel like I'm, I'm talking to people yeah that's been fun yeah yeah so we do like a google hangout and then we all hit play on a movie at the same time yeah and we don't even say that much we just kind of no. like have little postage stamp yeah size pictures of each other and it's great and, I, and like sometimes <laughs> I, i'll make a joke and no one responds and i'm like can anyone hear me <laughs> it, me too i just fucking <laughs> slayed this joke and no one responded to it all right yeah i can't um I can't think of anything really. I can't keep my attention for very long to be totally honest. Like, cause there's no, I always think about this. I don't know if I said this in the last podcast and I did. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but usually on the weekends, there's something to do at night. Mm-hmm. I have a plan at night. So I'm like sort of building my day around those plans, right? Like, okay, we have plans at eight, so I can only do X, Y, and Z. Right, right. Now it's, I, there's it's just what, whatever. Yeah. So there's no need for a time limit on anything. And that's had a weird inverse effect for me where it's like, I'm not spending much time on anything. Yeah. So I've, I've been pretty busy, but Sunday I didn't do shit. Um, I just sort of laid, laid it on the couch most of the day. Tried to watch that Michael Jordan documentary. 
Oh, I haven't heard of it. It's uh, The Last Dance. It's pretty good. Oh, maybe I did. <clears throat> is that a 30 for 30 or is it? No, no, it's separate. Huh. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, I got kind of motivated by how hard he worked and it made me want to do something else. Yeah. So I started, started like working at like nine o'clock at night. Started spinning basketballs on my finger <laughs> around the apartment. <laughs> no, I was like, I should be doing something more productive with my time and sitting here watching TV. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've been, um, yeah, but so, so I've been, uh, working on this project on the side for a little bit now. And I've been like putting full work days in on it. Yeah. Um, and it's been fun and it's been nice to have something to focus on, but I'm experiencing the thing that you've been saying where it's like, uh, there's no beginning or end to this. Yeah. Like there's no beginning or end to my day. So like I could sit down here at 8am and work on this till midnight if I want. And like, I don't have anything else to do. Like there's like without having those parameters in your day, it's really, off-putting yes i think that's why i'm having some anxiety like why i'm having trouble sleeping and stuff because mm. i'm just not like getting the so, normal rhythm so i have a new sleep trick what is it um i'm not sure where i heard this but i imagine like a positive scenario i imagine myself in like a happy scenario i gotta do that yeah so what i do is and it I, works really well i vape weed um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like when I'm laying in bed and I can't fall back asleep. Yeah. So I've been, um, ex- you can't vape in bed, you know, you can, you can, but, uh, I've been experiencing, uh, this is kind of new for me. Uh, <clears throat> my wife is really not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> but I, I have been having trouble sleeping recently and, uh, basically I have no trouble falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I get in bed at night and I am just like, yeah, I do my, my New York times mini crossword, okay. which is like eight answers. Yep. And then I, I am out like a light. I feel great. I usually listen to stand up comedy <clears throat> albums when I'm like taking my dog for his last walk. So oh. I'm just like, I am, I am nice. just chuckling up a storm while I'm brushing my teeth. I couldn't idea. be in a better mood. Yeah. But then I wake up around four thirty in the morning, every morning. Hmm. And I am hit with the most intense, like, anxiety that borders on, like, um, mortal terror. That used to be the same. I used to be the same way. Really? Yeah. Like, I think of the most horrifying shit at 4.30 in the morning. I used to have very intense, like, anxiety, like, not attacks, but, like, like thought loops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 4 a.m. That's that's how that's where I'm at. So I wake up at four thirty and I'm like, okay, um, do I lay here in bed and think about how many days are left of my life? <laughs> um, do I think about that weird pain in my side that is probably cancer? Mm. Do I think you know like all these yeah, like yeah, yeah. horrifying things, or do I get up and then just be exhausted for the whole day, or do I lay here? Sometimes I'll literally lay there for like an hour and a half awake looking at the ceiling yeah i'll pull out my phone and start reading the news and then i can lay there long enough to pass out again yep and then i'll wake up at like nine Mm -hmm. and then like and then my wife's like why are you sleeping in it's a weekday and i'm like you don't know i've already been logging the hours but it's uh it's been happening like a lot recently. Yeah, that happens to me a lot too. It's not as bad as it now as it used to be. 
Um, but yeah, a recent trick I've developed is imagining myself in like a sort of positive scenario. And then it, then it's basically like creating a fictional world. Yeah. Cause it's never realistic. It's always like, Oh, I'm standing in a waterfall or like I'm hang gliding. It's amazing. It's so beautiful up here. I'm on my couch eating cake again. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> yeah. And then that helps me like, my mind get distracted enough because you're thinking about like the space you're in. Yeah. You're creating a space. Yeah. That would probably, that's, that's what I need to do, yeah. but it's really hard to uh, like, you know, take control of the wheel and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like really steer your, your own brain back into, uh, into sanity because man, I, it gets dark <laughs> and I'm like, I, yeah, and it's a coin toss basically every day whether I'm going to just get up or if I'm going to like lay there and muscle through it. Yeah, I don't know what's causing it. <clears throat> I never find the muscle the the muscling through that or no the getting up part that satisfying. I never feel better when I do that. Oh yeah, I definitely don't feel better, but it's like at least I'm doing something else. Yeah, like fair. I'm just gonna like yeah, like uh, okay, I'll go back to the internet where I belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is unhealthy, but. Right. Damn. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I, I do think that part of it is being caused by like the lack of stimulation every day. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to do top three? Uh, well, I do have one little story. Oh, I've sorry. Been, sorry. I've been keeping in my back pocket. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> so in addition, so, <clears throat> so I, I've had this kind of like slowly building anxiety, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and last night I thought, all right, I'm going to like, I'm going to relax. I'm just going to watch some TV for a little bit. I'm going to not do any work, whatever. And then I'm going to get ready for bed kind of early. And, uh, my wife got ready for bed early. She fell asleep before I even took the dog out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it's all quiet. You know, it's nighttime. So I'm setting a scene here. Yeah. Real theater of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now remember I'm, I'm trying to avoid anxiety. Sure. Right. So, you're someone who I know is good at, good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you can't avoid it, you just work it out on, yeah. on the trunks of people's cars. Sure. <laughs> right. So, um, and keep in mind, I obviously, I woke up at five thirty today, so it didn't work. Uh, but I, Charlie and I, uh, you know, we get all suited up, got my face mask on, yeah. get his little harness on. We walk out the door and you're familiar with the landscape outside here. It's like, you know, we're in the, it's a city streets, fairly busy city street. And then uh, on the corner. And so if you go right outside of our door, you're, it's sort of like a dark alley at night. Yes. Um, that's where I walk Charlie. I take him that way and then up around the trees at the end of the block. And then we come around the block. Sure. So turn right and we're walking and there's a woman standing there with her dog. And I say, Hey, and she's not walking anywhere. She's just standing there. She's like, how old? I don't know. She's got a face mask on. She's probably like my age. Yeah. yeah, Maybe a little older. She's there with her dog and we say, hello, keep walking. And I, I walk like maybe 15 more feet and I notice that there's a body on the sidewalk Hmm. and there's homeless people around here, you know? So I'm like, okay, yeah. Got to make sure my dog doesn't pee on this homeless person. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I walk up 
because it's in my path. So I walk up. Like in the middle of the sidewalk? It's laying across the sidewalk. Oof. Already weird for a homeless person, yes. right? But some are bold. Like covered up or no? Just guy laying down. So I walk closer. Does not appear to be a homeless person at all. It okay. is a woman laying sort of like partially on her back. Does not look homeless. Is okay. I, it, she appears to be wearing scrubs. Okay. She has a face mask on. She has a purse that okay. is like sort of loosely tangled around one arm. Yeah. The other arm is up and she's facing up. She has a face mask on yeah. and her eyes are open a little bit and not focused, like sort of crossed. Okay. Straight up looks like a dead body. Oh boy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> found a dead lady. Holy shit. Okay. Found a dead lady on her walk tonight. Yeah. yeah. Anxiety increasing. And is the but, other woman so saying anything or no? Not not at this point. But so I <clears throat> I lean down into the dead lady's face and I say, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Somebody in here? No response. Just unfocused, half closed eyes. Like I don't know if you've ever seen a dead person before, but I'm like looking Was at the she dead breathing? Person. Was not, her chest moving up and down? Not that I could see. Yeah. Did you check her pulse? No. Try CPR. Uh, I did not. Yeah. They did not do anything. Anything. <laughs> I, did, I took no life-saving measures okay. whatsoever. Okay. Except, I remember this from my CPR course. You say, are you okay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Like, these yeah, are yeah. the steps. Sure, so sure, sure. I say, are you okay? <clears throat> yeah. Nothing. No, yeah. not even like it remotely. Yeah acknowledged right and i say can you hear me yeah did she look hurt at all did she, hit she her looked head? fucking dead and <laughs> okay. and she's laying well, like she collapsed and hit her head or what or no i don't i have no yeah, idea yeah, what happened yeah. but she's laying in front of the there's these condos down the street that there's an entrance right there and her foot is like against the door of the condo mm. so it looks like it looks like somebody who was either opening the door or had just come out of the door and collapsed. Jesus. So I'm like, "Can you hear me?" Uh. And no response. And the lady down the block with the dog who's been standing there, she's like, "I called 911." And I was like, "Okay. Why didn't you tell me that?" Yeah. <clears throat> like, "Yo, heads up. There's a dead lady <laughs> yeah, over there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Okay. All right. Um and I can hear sirens approaching. So yeah. I'm like, okay, they're coming here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm standing by her and I don't want to leave because yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know, like if this sure. person's dead or having a medical emergency or whatever the sure, fuck, sure. but she looks dead as yeah. hell. Yeah. So, um, the, I see the ambulance like two blocks away. So Charlie and I walk out in the middle of the street and I wave, I flag him down and the ambulance pulls up and uh, as soon as the door of the ambulance opens, the lady with the dog goes, I called. Do I have to stay here? Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, go ahead. So she turns around and walks away. Like we have this tall guy. And, I, yeah, and I'm standing here with <clears throat> dead lady on the sidewalk. And the it's a man and a woman paramedic. Mm -hmm. The woman gets out and she approaches the body. Are they wearing masks? Yes. Yeah. She approaches the body. As soon as she gets within like a foot of the body, the body stands up and walks away. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 
what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And I hear the paramedic who approached her say, Natalie, we're taking you to the hospital. What? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I'm watching this woman walk down the street holding her purse now over her shoulder and the paramedic is walking behind her and the woman steps into another doorway and the paramedic's like, Natalie, you can't do this again. Come on, come with me. Oh man. And so the other paramedic is like getting the gurney out of the back of the the ambulance. And I walk over and I'm like, Hey man, do you know her? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, she does this every few weeks. Uh, the thing is we can't, we can't legally detain her and she just leaves before the cops get here. So she's just going to keep doing this over and over again. What's wrong though? What is she doing? I guess she, Drugs? she gets off on everyone reacting to her being dead. What? Yeah. I haven't, I felt like I was in a bad dream slash David Lynch movie slash horror movie. She got up like she was fine. Like nothing happened. Yeah, stood straight up like, see you later. And just I, I, I've seen dead bodies before. She looked dead. What the fuck? And I was like, wow. He was like, yeah, just seems so exhausted. This guy probably does not stop moving from the moment his shift starts till the moment it ends. Like what a time to do that now. She's wearing scrubs. Yeah. That's another, that was another reason why I was like, I don't know. She seems like a professional. Like she looks like a normal professional woman not a bum sleeping on the sidewalk. And, and he was like, yeah, she does this every few weeks. And you know, he was like, she did it down in that storefront last time. And like, I, she's apparently a crazy person who like gets off on like the attention. And, uh, I was like, shit, man, well, fucking time to be alive. right now. I know. I was like, good luck with that, dude. And, uh, I, I walked away with Charlie and I, I, and then I came back home. Right. And I'm like vibrating shook from, I am shook. (laughs) (laughs) I am shook. I am like, I don't know what to do with this energy. And my wife is asleep. So the only thing I can do is catch the bare minimum of sleep and then go punch a car in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Did you scream Natalie when you punched a car? (laughs) It was, (laughs) I was just like, I mean, obviously this is all tied together. It's all connected, but like, I was just thinking like, what a horrible thing to do to everyone. Like to, to, to the people around you, yeah. to the, to the fucking first responders. Right? I, there, I mean, the ambulance pulled up and then there was a fire truck coming up the street. Like, cause you know, they have to like yeah, yeah. everybody, you know, there's like the first responders who are legally required yeah, to arrive. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy fuck, you are di- diverting their efforts and attention from yep. people who need it. Damn. And, and they're like, and, and just Can like they arrest her for that. They were like, yeah, she just walks away. And we can't touch her. They said the last, the guy told me that last time they had her on the gurney and she just climbed off and walked away. What? Like they were loading her into the back of the, the ambulance. Jesus Christ. It was the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. Man. And I was like, all right, time to go get 40 winks, baby. Cause I gotta go for a <laughs> run in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And so I told, 
I told Maya that story in the morning and when she woke up and she was like, you should have woken me up to tell me that. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think. No way. Yeah. You would not want to be woken up from a dead sleep to hear that story. Yeah. But I. Fucking decoy. I, that was the story that I told her when I said, yeah. And then Charlie and I just walked away and all I could think was, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> Fuck. That's why you fucking with you. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, do you mean this neighborhood or New York?" Or and I was like, "All of it, everything, every, every everything in your headspace, in your vision." Yes, like That's hilarious. What the fuck? Damn. But also, hey, cool story. If you can make it here, baby, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> Great burritos, am I right? Good pizza. Fun Holy stuff to do. Fuck. Best museums in the world. You know, uh, it, like, have you ever seen, I, I know you're not like a big horror fan, but there's like a, a type of horror movie. I don't even know if it's like, it's, it's not a subgenre, but it's more just sort of like a, an element of horror where, uh, like from the very moment the movie begins, what's accepted by reality as the characters is off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's very close to reality, but it's like darker. Sure, sure. Something weird is going on. I felt like I was in that last night mm-hmm. when I walked away from that. Yeah, I, I was like, "What is this fucking creepy ass place I'm living in?" I'm surprised you haven't seen her before. No, I mean, she had a face mask on, so it's possible I've seen ah, her, I but see. I didn't recognize her as someone who's like normally around here. Damn. It was fucking crazy, man. Yeah. And now I'm going to be super skeptical when I see another dead body. <laughs> Don't let him get you. I've seen like, that trick before. I'm on to you, bitch. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two of Eric's uh, I See You, Bitch. I see you laying on the floor. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the story. I, I, uh, I didn't want to tell that story in our group chat today because I knew I was going to tell you on the Fair podcast. Enough. So. I appreciate it. Oh, that's man. a crazy story. All right, you want to do top three? Yeah, do you have a category? No, do you? No, I figured the fans would. Uh, I, I let me check. Um, let me check Twitter. I'm sure, we got something. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, our VIP um, listener. Uh, has been tweeting some hostile tweets, and he and the other day yes. he was coming for people with um, <clears throat> clear lens, uh, yes. clear frames clear on their frames, glasses. Yeah, and that's I'll, you, bro. That's me. So he wants to see you get knocked out and get the coronavirus. And um, he uh, he said that I'm an asshole because I is that what he said? Assholes wear those glasses. Yeah, something like that. Well, I'll tell you what. When I read that. <laughs> I str- I very indignantly pushed my glasses back up the bridge of my nose and I said, "Well, sir, you are the VIP. Otherwise, I would I would tell you what for right now." Uh, I don't we don't have any anybody coming at us with the with a hot hot cue. They, they hate us. It's fine. They don't like us anymore. It's fine. Um, all right. You know, you want to make one up? Sure. Um, do a quick one. What a hit hit the button while you I'm really just looking for an excuse to hit the yeah, button. Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay. Oh, my you, God. You, so you are listening to Frank and Eric's. <clears throat> You're going to feel strong pressure on the prostate part, gland from inside your rectum. <clears throat> Top three showdown. 
I think I think the most inspired part of that is the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's all beautiful. Yeah. That's definitely my best work. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> when I'm dead, there's going to be uh, on my tombstone, there's going to be a little button you can push. <laughs> and there's a speaker. Yeah. But it'll be like, it'll be like a crazy system from the nineties. You know, mm-hmm, like when mm-hmm. people like. Yeah. Look, boombox. Yeah. It'll be like crazy loud yeah. in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my, that's going to be my eternal flame. <laughs> Um, did you come up with something? Uh, no, it's, uh, um, <laughs> uh, how about, uh, top three television shows. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, nah, I'm not going to do this. No, no. Um, how about, um, top three. What are your top three worst case scenarios of your current situation? Oh, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More anxiety theater with Eric. Um, (laughs) That's what you need in your life. Actually. I know I need, I need Steven Tyler to follow me around and scat when things get out of control. Exactly. Um, So worst case scenarios, top three, Um, well, I guess like a plane hitting this building would be pretty rough. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know what? Uh, so the, the blue angels flew over yesterday and cured the coronavirus. I, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Um, yeah, we, we scared the virus out of here with uh show <laughs> patriotism. Of, of patriotism and military might. Yeah. Um, they flew directly over my building and I had my head down. I was uh, meticulously assembling a burrito for lunch and missed it. completely missed it. <laughs> I could care less. Me too. Who Couldn't gives a give shit? give a shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was planes hitting the building. That seems like a, I a mean, good one. Th- these are not in order. I'm just going to yeah, give yeah, you a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything hitting this building. <laughs> that'd be rough. Yeah. We're high up. Helicopter. I think what, wouldn't it be worse for watching a plane hit the hospital? I mean, that'd be tragic. And you sit here watching it all day, every day. Yeah, but I'm not in it. Yeah, but still. I, I, I think it'd be scarier to watch a plane coming at me up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, my number one of them is um, there's no timeline and it's just inevitable or, or never ending. And like no one's, no, everyone stops talking about how, when it'll end. Oh, you're talking a worst case scenario for the coronavirus. For the current situation, yeah. Oh, I thought you just meant like in general. Both. You do yeah, both. <clears throat> um Yeah, I think uh Um I think if my wife left and I had to find a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> not because you're heartbroken. Not because you miss her and you love her. I mean all not of those would be not bad. Because she's your soulmate. No, I mean all of those <laughs> would be really bad. But let's face it. Yes, right. I've got a very unsustainable situation. Correct. Yes. Um, Okay. So plane flying to the building, having to find a job. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. For me. I mean, my heart being broken is a given. Of course. Of course. We all understand that. We've been through that on this podcast. Okay. (laughs) We know know how rough that is. Yes. Um, I would say getting hit by a car on my run. Ooh, yeah. Shattering my legs, having to go to the hospital, not being able to move, trapped inside. 
Like misery without Kathy Bates. <laughs> solo misery. Yeah, solo misery. Um, <clears throat> since I've been running so much recently, I, uh, I'm going to say my third worst case scenario, something that I think about all the time is like, I'm, I feel like I'm always flirting with permanent injury. Yeah, same. But I've, I've never like really, really fucked myself up. Yeah. Like I've got arthritis in my feet and uh-huh. I got, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, my left knee, uh, that hot doctor famously said was a little loose. This <laughs> doesn't sound like doctor speak, but no. that's what she said. Yeah. It's not exactly a diagnosis. <laughs> no. Uh, but when I'm running loose, my, that left knee feels a little hinky, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are times where I think like, is this the day when I'm going to push it a little too hard? And, and then I'm shatters? just, yeah, like, like I get like a, you know, like a torn ACL or like mm. one of those things where it's like, it's like an injury that you never really recover yeah, from yeah, yeah. and you're just fucked. That's when you become a real fat guy. I know. <laughs> and I know I have that in me. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, last thing. Um, plane hitting my building would also be very bad. Right. But just me and my landlord would die. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. Not a huge casualty loss. I think about planes hitting uh, Brooklyn Bridge a lot. Really? So I've been running over the Brooklyn Bridge. And I think, man, if a plane hit this thing, it'd be really tragic. I I still have pangs <clears throat> of irrational fear in New York when I see planes that are like, in the moment, appear to be too close to buildings. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's rational. It's a totally rational fear. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's like lots of people who live here who like, we're not alive for that though. Yeah. They, don't, they probably don't experience that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, running running over the Brooklyn Bridge has been really nice because it's been very empty. But they're like when you're running in the emptiness in the, like a cold, uh, rainy day, you sort of think about like the symbolism of it and how if they bombed it, it'd be really both symbolic and kill a shitload of people. Yeah. Man, you picked a real uplifting <laughs> top three. Top three. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> we should have played that on loop throughout the whole top three yeah or the um, uh, eyes wide shut music yeah um well yeah i uh, that's all i got that's it that's that's right. yeah i hope everybody's bummed <laughs> i'll see you all at 5 30 a.m i'll be out punching cars <laughs> if you want to join me if you want to join me we could yeah. just you know just like run down the street in a line just just fucking kicking off like rearview mirrors and like punching. a gang. <laughs> it gang helps. Like, a gang of like 40 year olds just punching cars. <laughs> they're sad. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, right. that that's it. Uh, that's That's been the episode. Uh, we really hope that everybody's doing okay and yeah. that you're staying sane and safe. And, uh, you know, until next time, stay positive.